off t- from some some depressing news on to some fun stuff. We're going to talk about Lord. some NBA business. And the first thing we're going to get into is our contenders. Contenders, contenders, contenders. And we already know what the contenders are in the NBA. We have a pretty good idea. But we're going to talk about how far, how good they look thus far. And cool. the first team we're going to start with, the obvious contender, the team that blew a 3-1 lead, the team that came back from a 3-1 deficit, and that is the Golden State Warriors. And they're putting Curry in the pick and roll, trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one-on-one. Irving puts it up. It's good! Kyrie Irving from downtown! The Golden State Warriors are, I think, I think the consensus could say the best team in the league. And they, I think that will show by the end of the season. And so far, they are off to a very hot start. Steph Curry just set his own three-point record for most threes made in a game with 13 after coming off his worst three-point shooting game probably of his career, going over. Yeah. So that was his first time in how many years since he, he had had gone without making a three uh, in the game? Only, I think it's only happened like another time, and it was like like sophomore year or something like that. It's been a while. The guy is a marksman, so it doesn't happen often. Also, did you see the uh, the Oklahoma City game and the Warriors? That first game between Kevin Durant was, and Russell Westbrook? Yeah, Durant really made a statement. <laughs> it's also easy to make a statement when you have Klay Thompson by your side, <laughs> Steph Curry. I, mean, I guess it's easy, but he, he, he laid the wood to them. Like, he really he, he put it on them. It oh, was, yeah. Uh, he, it was, it, he was, it was angry. It was oh, he wasn't playing no like, games. I, when I see him, <laughs> he shot two threes. Like, from the hash mark off the yeah, catch, he was he wanted to rip out their hearts. Like he on the break, it was crazy. I'm like, oh, he's oh Durant. Durant's looking kind of scared. You got that look in his eyes right now. Dunking on people, I was like, whoa, this is angry Durant. This is Durant that if he played like this turn when they were up three one, they probably he'd still be in Oklahoma and they might even have a championship. So um, yeah, it came from a dark place. I think it came from. All the media just talking all trash to him, and Westbrook was even egging it on, honestly, with the whole photographer shirt, <laughs> making fun of the fact that Durant's a photographer in his spare time, which I don't get why he would make fun of that, but he did. Westbrook was been j- taking jabs, but Durant really threw that in the gauntlet, like, nah, we ain't, we ain't cool anymore. This is this is us, and you over there, and he was like, there was no mercy I mean, he had to do what he had to do, though. He looked, he looked pretty damn good that game. And, the, and, like, even so, as good as they looked, the same problems still shine through. They can't rebound the ball. They're not very tough down low. And Oklahoma and Steven Adams got whatever they want in the paint. But you said that they're the best team, though, so. Oh, they're, they're the best team. They got holes. Oh, they got holes now. You don't think that's going to come back to haunt them in the finals? I mean, we'll, 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 we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we, yeah, we'll get there. Let's let's talk about other contender. Who we got in the East? We got the Cleveland Cavaliers. Obviously, we always have the Cavs, and I think they are the runaway favorites to make it back to the finals for the second straight year, the, for the third straight year. Excuse me, goodness gracious, LeBron's been back for three years yeah. now. It's his third year, so runaway favorites, and they've pretty much got the same team back, minus Mozgov. And I'm not sure if there's many other teams who can legitimately contest them. I actually, I we recorded an early show. We recorded a show earlier that I said there is no team that can contest them, but I've actually changed my mind watching the NBA season as go. But right now, let's talk. We'll get there. Right now, let's talk about the Cavs. 
And yeah, I actually I think they're the best team in the in the NBA. And I have them as my favorites to win it all and I actually gonna take them to win it all. Because of what you said, they're soft in the middle. Now, when you're soft in the middle and you go up against LeBron James. 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 Who's gonna meet LeBron James at the rim? Uh, David West. No. Maybe yeah, he can <laughs> if he wants. <laughs> he's gonna get rolled on. Like he's a tough guy, but he's not really gonna be able to contest LeBron like that. At least last year they had Bogut to give LeBron some trouble. It wasn't even really that much trouble towards the end because we saw what happened. And the Cavs are pretty big. With Tristan Thompson is you know he's a workhorse down there. He's he's got a high motor. He's always grabbing rebounds. So. I, I don't. That's why I got them as the the best team. And LeBron has looked like he's really settled in so far as playing pure point guard at this point. He's averaging ten assists so far. He's not really taking too many shots. He's, he's not even the league scorer on his team for the first time. Jeez, I don't remember last time LeBron wasn't the league scorer on his team. Maybe never. Kyrie Irving's actually in the, the team in scoring, so he's really been taking like the facilitation role and just doing everything else really besides scoring. I mean, he's always going. Wakes, you know, he walks through the game and scores 24 because of LeBron, but still, so interesting dynamic. So, I mean, like I, like you said, I do remember you saying that last last time we recorded and didn't put it out, but when we recorded, you did say there was nobody that can possibly contest the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I had a contestant to that. I had to contest that yeah. because I felt like the Bulls could be the most and I agree now tough test. Shit. And uh, oh, he agrees. Oh, ah, ha ha. Do tell, do tell why. Because Dwayne Wade can hit threes now. <laughs> so, like literally, <laughs> he's been he's been a marksman from three. I didn't think he could shoot. Like he learned how to shoot over the summer. He went to shoot camp. I don't know where he went, and he's been hitting from behind the arc. Like this is it's. I, I think he hit four threes against the Celtics. And I was like, wait, hold on a second. And then I'm like, this is just one game. Then he did it again, like the next game. I'm like, all right, okay, they can spread the floor now. That was the problem. I thought their floor spacing was going to be atrocious with Wade, Rondo, and Butler. But Butler and and Wade have both, so far, have improved a lot on their three-point shooting, which I did not see coming. So that plays this completely different. And now it's completely different. Todd Gibson's playing well, and Lopez down low. They're pretty – they're very well – Around the team, they got a pretty good bench. They got Dougie McBuckets coming off the bench. They got Maritech. They're 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 pretty good. They're good. I they're good. I I I didn't see. I just didn't see the floor spacing. Now that that's been solved, I could just literally see them challenging the, the Cavs. I don't think they're going to beat them, but I could see them see them actually being a true challenger. Oh my God! So so Wade hits a couple threes, and all of a sudden your mind changes. Wade and Butler, they both look like they're better from three. I mean, I, what can I say? I didn't think – I literally thought it would be like, oh, man, the paint, the paint is going to be so clogged. There's not going to be any room for the – you know, the floor is just going to be so clogged. There's not going to be any room for Wade and Butler and Ronald to work with. They're going to be practically running into each other with the floor spacing. I just didn't see it happening. But now I, I was watching – I watched a few of the games because it's actually pretty exciting to watch. I, I mean, I like Wade. I like Butler, and I always like Rondo. Sorry, whenever they're – their games come on TV. I actually watch them. So, and literally, they're they're kicking out. They're hitting open threes. I didn't. That's the thing. I didn't think they could space the floor. And when you can space the floor, you become an actual threat, especially in today's NBA. 
So like, wait. So so since when had Jimmy Butler like been a bad shooter though? Like he has he's been like a like a yeah, fairly decent bad shooter bad for most of like from. most of his career. Like maybe his first two years, he was nothing to really like. Nobody's gonna be running out at him. He couldn't really shoot That's that true. well. But the last like two years, he's been like a pretty decent shooter. No, he is. He's actually been a pretty average, average to maybe above average shooter. So I, that yeah, I, maybe not for maybe not for Butler, but for Rondo and Wade, yes, Wade has never been a good long range shooter. Rondo can't hit anything within, you know, if, unless he's in the paint. So, but Wade has really made strides on his three-point shooting this summer. So, I, this season. So, I'm changed, I've changed my mind. Man can change, Jeremy. I don't know, man. The man, the man can change, but man, you were you were pretty damn dead set on on the Cavaliers having no challengers. I I thought so too, and. Well, Wade's hitting threes, so what do you want from me? I don't know. No, sorry. So who else you got in the, in the East? You got anybody else? No, that's it. That, <laughs> that's, that's it. That's where it ends. <laughs> all right. That was quick. Well, all right. Not not the Celtics. You don't, have, you don't have our Boston Celtics in there? I think they'll be a tough out, but I, I couldn't see them really going past the second round. Could you? I mean, I, I, I'm a fan, and I like to be a fanboy sometimes and, and lie to myself. I, I just, I mean, to be honest, I really, I can't, I, I can't see it. Like they're going to be a tough outing because the way they play, the way they coached, and the way they move the ball around, and their unselfish behavior and play. But do you really think he could, they could beat the Bulls or Cavs? Absolutely not. Now they're going to be a tough out, but they're going to be out. <laughs> All right, okay. No, there's no yeah, chance. There's no out, chance. Still going to be out. There's this thing. Like they're one superstar player away from really making noise, and that's really what it is. I mean, not only that, like, we have injury problems right now. Like, players are just kind of we falling do. down. I seen yeah. Crowder go out the other night with a bad ankle sprain. He did. Al Horford. It, like, it's it's not looking good right now. It's early season. I'm glad we're getting out the way. God, these things just happen right now. And, like, it's not – I just hope it doesn't continue on late into the season. And we can we can get it together later on in the season. But the good, the good thing that is happening yeah. with the Celtics is Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown looks good. And I'm happy about that. Like, I was really mad about us actually going through with our pick. But right now, I'm looking real dumb. And I'm okay with that. I can admit that. Same, same here. Yeah, I was just going to say the silver lining in Jay Crowder going down is that Jalen Brown was giving LeBron some buckets in the next game. And I was like, whoa, this kid's going to be something special. So, yeah, I mean, that's the silver lining and everything. With the injuries, it gave him a chance to step up. So, I think we're gonna be a good team. Like we're probably gonna be a top three team in the East. But like I said, tough out. How about back in the West? Another Let's go back team. to the West. What do we have San Antonio. San Antonio is definitely a tough contender. Like we like in the last episode that we recorded that you guys never heard that you never will hear because it sucks. <laughs> we talked about Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, as you like to say, has ascended. He has arrived. Yeah. He is here. Kawhi Leonard is here. And he's not playing games. So. No. That is our teams in the uh, that's that's our second team in the West who definitely who we think has a chance to possibly win win it out and like you got Paul Gasol down low which we think is a hundred percent upgrade from Tim Duncan from where he was in his career and like we like you said earlier he's he's no spring chicken and use your words directly he's no spring chicken but Paul Gasol it like still has a lot to give this guy's a double digit scorer averaged sixteen to seventeen points a game last last year. Double, double 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 machine, and mm. this guy like you know he has a lot to give on a defensive end. Good shot blocker, 
So, mm-hmm. but look, they're looking pretty damn good. They are. They, they are. I, I agree. I, I, I remember I watched the first game when they beat the Warriors pretty handily, and Kawhi Leonard was just all over the place, man. Leonard, he'll pull up right there and get his own miss and put it back in. Leonard across the lane. What a play by Kawhi Leonard. Leonard goes against West. Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard's got 25. Now guarding Steph Curry comes up with the steal. Pickpocket him, Leonard. If you've got the hammer, you've got to use it. He was playing defense. He was appealing Curry on one end and dunking on Durant the other. I'm just like, wow, this guy is really for real. The only, my only problem with him, I guess, Paul Gasol is the upgrade from Tim Duncan. But last year, it seemed like with all the physicality of the Cleveland series, it really seemed like Paul Gasol started fading. And like it really, the physicality of that series, you started weighing the guy. So I would definitely, I, I know Pop, actually, Popovich actually is already probably doing it. I would definitely watch out for his minutes and make sure he's, he's got fresh legs. Um, take that, uh, take those beatings and inside uh, when the playoffs come. But I think the Spurs will be good. I could actually even see them, see them upsetting the Warriors. If there's any team that could definitely upset them, it would be them. Because number one, we obviously know they've always had the size. They have David Lee coming off the bench, who is a very good contributor. Off, you know, somebody you, who you honestly want in your team for the locker room. And like people forget, this guy was an All Star. He did average close to 20 points a game for a few seasons in a row with the Knicks and was a very good contributor during his, his heyday with the Golden State Warriors. And don't forget they have LaMarcus Aldridge averaging close to 20 points a game as well yeah, as, obviously, we, we mentioned Kawhi Leonard, Tony, Tony Parker, Jermon Ginobili come off the bench, that veteran leadership. And they're going to make sure that they, they give those guys their many restrictions. They're going to make sure that during the course of the season they are wet, they are rested, and and well for the playoffs, and they're not they're not playing no games. This is their year. If it's gonna happen any year, this is gonna be the year. I, I can see it. I, I know you got the Warriors far out ahead of everyone, but I can definitely see it. Yeah, I don't think it's a, it's a lock. I don't think it's a, a lock at all. But I think that the Warriors, like at the end of the day, they're they're a lot younger, and just the way they run, it's 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 hard to keep up with them. But if you're able to keep up and beat them up, and 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 really close out on them on the three point line. You will have the upper hand because, like we said, they can't rebound. They can't defend down low. And if Durant is going to be your low post defender, you're going to be in trouble. And we all know Durant can't handle Paul Gasol or LaMarcus Aldridge down low in the post. It's going to be a tough day for him if he has to do that. And for our last team, the last team that I feel like can possibly make some noise. But we all know how the Clippers get. The Clippers love to go one and out, one and done. And just bow out in the first round. So, but I'm going to put him out there because of the immense talent that they have. We all know who they have. Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, Jamal Crawford, the reigning sixth man of the year for the third time. You know, this Doc Rivers at the helm. Please, for the love of God, get to the third round. Please. Are you done? Yes, I'm done. <laughs> I can't believe you even put brought up the Clippers. No, damn well they choke every time. I'm sorry, I can't, I fall for it every time. They look so good. Like, wh- they, when is this team not look good? They... It's hard to not drink the Kool Aid. No, you need. You should have stopped drinking that Kool Aid like last year. Nah, you should have stopped drinking that Kool Aid when Chris Paul made that 
And they're up by like what three? I think they're up like three one or three two on the Thunder. And then Chris, and they were winning. They should even close. Chris Paul shoots like a half court shot trying to get fouled for some strange reason when you're up in a game. And that was that was their last chance. I was like, man, Chris Paul just kind of chokes. I, I I I know. I don't like to say that about because a lot of people are always oh, a choker. Oh, oh, like you know, they they say this thing about LeBron and about a lot of, like superstar athletes without anything really backing up. But Chris Paul is consistently choked in huge games in the playoffs, like closeout ones too. So I I don't trust him. I don't trust Blake. I don't trust anyone on that team. Blake's I'm looking pretty good. Doc Rivers. Blake's looking good, man. I don't know. Blake always looks good. Those one year when he was like third in MVP voting, it doesn't matter. That was the same year where Chris Paul throws up a shoots a half court shot when you're up in a series and in the game with like ten seconds left for some reason, trying to draw fouls like he always do on at half court. Somebody doesn't like the Clippers. <laughs> I do remember that game, but I'm I'm really I'm gonna put I'm gonna put all my pride on the line right here. I'm gonna put my name. I'm putting all of all of my my coins on the table for the Clippers to actually maybe obviously not win it, but I feel like they're gonna be a true contender. I feel like if they're gonna go out, it's not going to be in the chokingly way that they do every season. I feel like they're gonna be a tough out. I think they have a legitimate shot to make it to the Western Conference Finals, and if they don't, then so be it. They're just the old regular old Clippers all over again. So you could see them being either the Spurs or the Warriors in the second round. You think that's who they're going to have to play? They're going to have to get the third. They have to beat one of them. Right? I don't know. I don't know how that works, man. Unless the, <laughs> unless the Spurs or Warriors, you know, play themselves in the second round. Right, right, right. I think I think that the, that the Clippers will be the third seed. Okay, yeah, I can see that too. If not second, possibly second, but because they win a lot of games, they always win a lot of games, and at the end of the day, that doesn't necessarily always matter for the San Antonio Spurs. They they prefer rest. They just want to get there, get get us to the dance, and we'll see what we can do. Okay, I don't I don't see it, but okay. We're gonna move on to our most impressive players, and my most impressive players so far in this young season is Zach Levine, and okay. so far he is averaging. Almost 18 points a game at 17.7. Not looking very good in the assist department, but this guy can, can score and fill it up. He's only 21 years old, almost four rebounds a game in this young season. And in this most recent game, he's put in 39 points. So I'm really honestly looking forward to him being a, a rising star in this league. Like this guy has athletic ability out of the gym, can, can obviously handle the ball at the point guard position. Being six foot five, like six foot five as a point guard, and on a, a very young team who they're obviously going to gel soon, sooner than later, and they're going to be making noise for the playoffs. If not this year, then in the following years to come, this team is going to be very, very scary with Chris Dunn as their new draft pick, their, their rookie this year, with Andrew Wiggins, who is a ball stopper on a defensive end and can score. And I'm shocked that he's honestly been this good this fast but it's good for minnesota because they were looking like they were going to be down to dumps for a while but so far i have zach levine and, and this timberwolves team uh, as my most impressive player so far i guess I zach levine is definitely gonna be a star like his length his athleticism and he sounds like he seems like he's finally putting it all together 
Yeah, he's looking at like the breakout player like you predicted. Uh, but I would have to say my most impressive player, I mean, it's someone who's already, already have been an impressive player. But right now it's got to be James Harden. It's got to be. It, it, or and or Russell Westbrook. But I'm going to say James Harden right now because this dude looks like he might lead the league in scoring and assists. And the last player to do that was, and it's only been done once, and the last player to do it was Tiny Archibald. So this is like something rare. He's in rare air right now. He's the first player besides Jordan, the first like five games to average thirty plus points and eleven plus assists. So he's he's really in consecutive games. So this guy's he's he's balling. <laughs> he's balling hard. So I'm 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 gonna have to I'm gonna go with him. You know, I was trying to go with somebody who. <laughs> I know it's young. I know I'm like a. Yeah, it's not young. It's not so obvious. Well, I'm gonna have to agree with you as well. Like, uh, James Harden is looking unbelievable right now. It was it 31 points, 12 assists a game? Like, if he's able to keep that up, that's like all time great type numbers, right? That's like, that's like I've never seen LeBron even put up those numbers before. So no, not even Jordan. <laughs> not even Jordan. Not LeBron. Like, we know Jordan had a 38 and 8 season, and. Yeah. That where he was playing point guard, pretty much point guard one season. So, you know, it's looking pretty damn good for James Harden. And that's going to be my – and to segue, that's a perfect segue right there. That's somebody who I have as my MVP thus far who is going to make a lot of noise for the MVP. Yeah. And if they can make the playoffs, if he's not MVP, it's a tragedy. Yeah, I would agree. If they make the playoffs and he keeps this up, then he does have to be MVP. But I like to remind folks once again, MVP does not mean best player because LeBron James is still – best player in the league by far too uh, i don't think it's close oh well, yeah i don't think the only person who i feel like is shining his shoes really is kevin durant i would say if ad could stay healthy him too and davis is different that guy <laughs> that's yeah, the word i use for people who are like in a different stratosphere like he is different like i've never seen anybody like anthony davis to be honest with you Exactly. I've seen him peel Moutier, the point guard, the starting point guard for the Nuggets, and then, you know, this is a power forward. He peeled the point guard and then dribbled, you know, one-on-one fast break, dribbled it, and just banged it. Like, that. you don't get that from a point, from a power forward. You know, you don't, you, that, that's KG, you know. Right, that's, that's like, KG even is. KG didn't have the bop that Anthony Davis had. Like, Anthony yeah. Davis is like, he, he's here. Like, he's different. Like, this guy can take you out in the wing and jab step, go the other way, spin off you, go base. Like, this guy has moves. It, it's If you know his story, this guy was a, a 6'2 guard in high school, his sophomore or junior year, and the next year the guy was 7 foot. So yeah. this guy would still retain. And, and to make it even crazier, during that time, he was being recruited to be a guard in, in D1 college. Like he was so like that. That's like that's point crazy guard. to think about, and the fact that this guy was able to obviously still retain his balance, th- that skill, those guard skills, and translate that into being a top, in my opinion, top top five, maybe even top three talent in the NBA mm-hmm. is remarkable. Mm-hmm. So I like like you said, there's very few people who even shine LeBron's shoes, and those people who have displayed that so far should be a consideration for MVP. That's true. If James Harden could somehow find a way to play in defense, then he could probably he could definitely be in that you know that conversation with the rest of them. But he's got to work on his around all around game. And, and, and this sure. is coming from somebody, me personally, who I I really don't like James Harden. I don't like watching him play. <laughs> I I feel like 
his game is just so uh so reliable. It's, it's like the same thing with Chris you Paul. Like, they go out of their like, way to try to get foul calls instead of legitimately yeah. trying to to score the ball. Like they sometimes they look too for the foul too much, and they forget that they could actually score it. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. No, I, I agree. That's that's my biggest fault with Jim. Well, besides his defense, that's my biggest fault with him on offense. Like it's times where it's like, are you even trying to shoot the ball, or are you just trying to look for contact at this point? It's like. Like, there's a time where he has a perfectly fine shot, and then he'll jump into a defender and <laughs> throw up the ball. And, like, the ref just looks at him like, why did you do that? Like, I'm not, I'm not blowing the whistle <laughs> for this one. Like, this is ridiculous. You could have easily just took an easy shot, but yet you try to make it hard and draw a foul. Yeah, I agree. I hate when he does that, too. There's games where it's like, come on, guy. I hear you. See, uh, Lisa, I'm not crazy. I thought I thought that made some kind of sense. I knew it wasn't no, going Chris nuts. Paul, you're right. Chris Paul does it too. He'll be dribbling on a fast break and then just run him, just ram his body into a defender, and it's like, and he falls, and then the ref blows with him. Like, oh my god, I can't believe you fall for this every time. And he got but the yeah. nerve to try to curse out the ref if he don't get it. Yeah, it's like, dude, you just literally just ran into him and fell. But hey, what is it? Is what it is. And that's going to do it for us, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We're going to get out of here, folks. Peace. One, two, one, two, three. Yeah, it's from National Underground. Thunder bounce and I stop the ground. Like a million elephants, a silverback, a tank. You can't stop a train. Who wants up? Don't come unprepared. I'll be there. But when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man telling us it ain't going to rain. So now we sit in a drop top soaking wet. In a silk suit, trying not to sweat. Hit some assaults without the net. But this will be the year that we won't forget. One, nine, nine, nine.